0: Well, hi, everyone. Welcome to Christmas at Rethink Life Church. Hey, we are so honored that you've chosen to spend your Christmas with us. And we just want you to know that whether you're by yourself or maybe you're with your spouse or maybe with your whole family, we just want you to know from our hearts to yours how much we love you. And it is our truest and sincerest desire that this Christmas be a very real and personal experience with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, 2020 has been, I guess, a year that none of us will ever truly forget. As a matter of fact, when you think about, you know, the year 2020, it's just had so many stops and starts. In other words, there's been so much disruption and change that has affected all of our lives. And, you know, there's been a lot of highs and there's been a lot of lows. There's been a lot of twists and turns, but I'd be safe to say, you know, that there probably have been more lows than there have been highs maybe in your life or maybe in someone's life that you are personally acquainted with. And I just want to say that, you know, I believe with all of my heart that regardless of what situation or circumstance that you're in this Christmas, I want you to know that God has a word for you. And I pray that today, as we are all gathered together, I just really pray that through this message that you're gonna receive hope and you're gonna receive encouragement because there's something I believe that God wants to say and I believe he wants to make it as very real and personal, no matter who you are, what you've been through, or maybe what you're currently going through in this very moment. You know, what's interesting is that there's probably been times in your life like there's been in mine when you were walking into a situation and you kind of maybe muddled through a little prayer under your breath or maybe you even said it out loud that went something like this, God just be with me. Have you ever said that statement before? Man, I've made that statement or I've prayed that prayer many, many times. For example, I'm sure you probably have said something like, God, just be with me as I board this airplane airplane if you're afraid of flying. Or maybe you've muddled that prayer under your breath, like, God, just be with me as I go in for this job interview. Or maybe if you're a student, you've muddled that prayer, you know, or maybe you pulled an all-nighter and you said, God, just be with me as I take this final exam. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's a serious prayer that we've all prayed, I'm sure. Maybe you've prayed that prayer out of the sincerity of your heart. Maybe even with a little bit of fear and trembling where you said, God, just be with me as I walk into this doctor's appointment. Or perhaps maybe for some of you, (laughs) <laughs> this actually happened to me one time. Maybe you muddled that prayer where you said, "God, just be with me" as you went on a blind date. Come on, somebody—that's a—that's a reality check. You know, you're walking out in faith when you take it. Take that prayer: "God, be with me" as I as I enter into this this awkward situation with somebody I've never even seen. That actually happened to me. I actually prayed that prayer because I was set up on a blind date with my now wife of of. Um, Goodness! Nearly thirty years, we were actually set up by our parents on a blind date. That's right. I'll never forget when I walked off the what they call the tarmac. As I was walking out, and Michelle was in the somewhere in the crowd of people, and I'm, I just muddled that prayer under my breath. Oh God, be with me. And sure enough, I see this amazing, beautiful girl that comes walking towards me she had that big smile on her face she she said hi she said i'm michelle and i just took one long look at her and i said baby wherever you lead i will follow so the lord answered my prayer that day he was with me i just want you to know we've all prayed that prayer god just be with me i think we all get the, get the point because there are situations and there are circumstances in our lives where we just want and we really need to know that god is truly with us, and maybe that is where you are. Maybe you've been through some, some unfortunate situations and circumstances this calendar year of 2020, and maybe you have found yourself maybe crying out to God, God, where are you? God, why are all of these things happening? And I think if we're not careful, sometimes we can overlook the fact that, you know what? We can walk through life where we wonder whether or not God Is truly with us. And not only is he with us, but is he aware? And does he even care about what it is that maybe we're facing in our lives? You know, we've been in a series, we're calling it the Songs of Christmas. And we've really just been taking a peek behind the the powerful message behind the music. And we've been looking at some of the the all-time great Christmas classics that we all love to to sing along with. And and one of the things that I want to share with you, Today, on this Christmas, is this. Somewhere back in church history, around the 8th to 12th century, what's interesting is that people would gather together and they would sing or they would chant phrases that began with the letter O. And then often they would read a psalm, and then after they would read the psalm, then they would once again sing or they would chant phrases that began with the letter O. Well, over the course of time, later in church history, those particular songs became known as o antiphons, And as a result, what would happen is that they would begin to either sing or they would chant songs that began with the letter O. And one of those particular songs that still to this day is one of the all-time great Christmas classics that I'm sure that you have already sung or perhaps maybe you for the first time, maybe we'll hear it in a different way. But what I want to do is I want us to take just a moment and I want us to focus on the words, "O come, O come Emmanuel. Listen to this amazing song that's going to be performed by our incredible team. Wasn't that an incredible song? O come, O come, Emmanuel. You know, when you think about it, what does that song truly mean? What does the word Emmanuel mean to you and to me? Well, what's interesting is that word Emmanuel in Hebrew actually means God is with us. I want you to say those four words to yourself right now. On the count of three, say those four words. God is with me. Say it again. God is with me. In me. I think it's so important for you to capture the heart of that promise that God has made to you and to me, that God is with us. You know, in Matthew's gospel, Matthew chapter one, he gives his own personal account of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in Matthew chapter one, verses 21 through 23, it says she, speaking of Mary, it says she would give birth to a son, And you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. This was an announcement that the people had literally had been waiting to hear for centuries. And then it goes on to say, And all of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. And he was speaking of the prophet Isaiah, who actually gave that prophecy some 740 years before the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, actually became a reality. And then it goes on to say, he said, "The virgin will give birth." This was his prophecy. The virgin will give birth with child, and to a, and, and, and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. You see, over 2,000 years ago, when Matthew gave this birth announcement, it was a significant moment in history because up until that time, when people associated the presence of God, they associated the presence of God as being in the temple because they knew and they understood that no one could be in the presence of God, let alone even look at the presence of God, because he was too holy and too pure, otherwise they would die. As a matter of fact, what's interesting is that you remember when Moses, you know, the Bible says when he walked by the presence of God, he actually even had to hide his face because the power and the presence of God was so real and so impactful. In fact, people in the Old Testament, they knew and they understood that God dwelt in in the temple. And when God's presence was in the temple, the only person who could enter into the very presence of God was the high priest. And that could only happen even once a year. And they also would would even know that when the, the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies and literally walk into the presence of God because they understood the significance of the power in the presence of God, they would actually take a rope and they would tie a rope around The ankle of the high priest. In the event that the high priest were to die in the presence of God, they would have a way to literally pull him out of the Holy of Holies. Why? Because the power and the presence of God was just that it was powerful and it was truly impactful. And I think we need to understand that when, when, When Matthew, the disciple of Jesus, gave his own personal account of the birth of Jesus Christ, he referenced the prophecy that Isaiah gave, Emmanuel, which simply means God with us. He wanted it to serve as a reminder that the very presence and power of God is with us. And even in our darkest hour, even in a time in, in which we've all encountered in 2020 that has really impacted our lives and in so many different ways, I think it's important that we are reminded on this Christmas that God is with us. You see, in John chapter 1, The scripture tells it like this In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And he became flesh and dwelt among the people. You know why that's so important for us just to wrap our mind and to ultimately embrace within our hearts that truth that God is with us? Because it's important for us to understand that God is just not some distant God. Listen, he is not just some disconnected, far off, uninterested God who just kind of is somewhere in the outer space that just kind of looks over The earth or looks over the galaxies from a distance. No, he wants you and he wants me to know and to fully understand that not only does he love us, but he longs to have a relationship with us. That's why he created us. He created us so that we could be in relationship with him, so that he could have a relationship with us. And he doesn't want to be distant. No, he wants to be near and dear. He wants to live in our hearts. His very presence, listen, wants to be real in every area of your life. And so with that, here are three things that I want to share with you this Christmas. These are three reminders. And listen, I pray that in your heart of hearts that you will embrace these, but most importantly that you will begin to live these out as a promise that has been fulfilled in your very life. And that is the, and that, and here are the three, three words or the three phrases I want to share with you. And that is God is with you. God was with us and God will be with us. Let me rephrase, let me repeat that again. God is with you. God was with you and God will be with you. I think those three truths in and of themselves can make all the difference in the world in your life this Christmas. And whether that's true in your marriage, whether that's true in your family family relationships, whether that's true just with a lot of things that have happened in the past, or whether that's true with the, with the uncertainties about the future, here is something that I want you to know, and I want you to understand. Because you've got to believe that phrase. You've got to believe that promise that God is with you. You've got to believe it with all of your heart. Because you see, when you think about it, Christmas is often referred to as the great magnifier, in other words, Christmas just has a way of you know magnifying the good. In other words, you know, it just seems to make the good look really good, but it also has a way of you know of making the bad look really bad. And I think the reason why is because often what happens is, is, is it's just God's way of just trying to get our attention. For example, you know, if 2020 did anything in our lives, I think if anything, it just kind of magnified the bad. In fact, it made the bad look really, really bad. As I'm sharing this message on this Christmas to date, there's been over 1.6 million people who have lost their lives, to the COVID-19 around the world. When you think about the racial tension that has happened in our country and the political division that has taken place in our nation and the financial hardships that people have experienced in their lives this year and the mental illness and the relational disappointments that have taken place. Yeah, I think we could all agree to the fact that this year of 2020, if anything, the bad has been really, really bad in so many people's lives. And to be honest with you, there are going to be some of you who may have an empty chair at your table this Christmas. You know, this is a very um, real situation, and subject to my family, I just lost my father-in-law, seventy-five years of age. He lost his life because of COVID, and you know, it has just impacted you know our life. It was one of those unexpected twists and turns. It was that, it was that kick in the gut, you know, that we never saw coming. You know, this Christmas is different. You know, as I stated a few moments ago, Christmas has a way of magnifying the good. It can make it look really, really good, but it also magnifies the bad. And it, make, it makes it not only look bad, but can it also make it feel really, really bad. And I just, I just believe there's some of you that are watching right now, and that's where you're at right now. There's just been a lot of heartache. There's been a lot of challenges. There's just been a lot of setbacks and there's just been things that have happened in your life. And maybe you have found yourself asking the question, God, where are you? Well, I want to remind you once again, of these three truths. And if you have something to write with, and maybe you wanna take our app and download it and follow along with the scriptures and these three things that I wanna expound upon as we wrap up our time, I just wanna share the first important truth with you, and that is to remind you that God is with you. You know, in Luke's account of the birth of Jesus, it says in Luke chapter 1, verse 28, when the angel entered into her home which is interesting he's referring to the soon to be mother the the young girl by the name of Mary who was carrying you know Christ at the time in her womb she had been she had been in by the the Holy Spirit of God. And, And so here's this young girl who had all of these fears and uncertainties about what God was asking her to actually do and fulfill. And it says, when the angel entered her room, he greeted her and said, you are favored by the Lord. And then notice he said, the Lord is with you. And just like that angel was sent from God to remind that young girl by the name of Mary, that God was with her, you need to be reminded on this Christmas that God is with you. You know, what's interesting is that for many of us right now, we're in that, maybe we're in that place and we just need to know that God is with us, that he's not unaware. We need to know and be reminded that, that, that God is not aloof, that, that he doesn't care. No, if anything, Listen, the Bible says that God is near to the brokenhearted. We need to understand that God is right where he has always been. God is with you. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. And so today you need to be reminded of that truth and you know if you're going through hurt and heartache or maybe you've been wrecked with fear and anxiety because of the unknowns of the future, can I just remind you that in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 3, I love this, Paul the apostle Said, God is our merciful Father, and He is the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all of our troubles. Man, some of you, you just need to embrace that truth today that God is not only with you, but listen, He loves you, He cares for you, and He is the source of comfort. He wants you to know Him, and He wants you to know that he cares about the things that you are deeply concerned about. You know, listen, God comes along in our times of need and he will never leave us, nor will he ever forsake us. He's never going to abandon us. Listen, no, he is a God who is powerful and he's present and he's always with us. Listen, 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 even when you're lost, you need to understand that that he is our guide. Even when we're hurting and we feel alone, we need to know that he is our friend. When we are facing trials in our lives, we need to know that he is our comforter. When we are facing sickness in our lives, we need to know that he is our Our healer. Listen, when we are feeling weak in our lives, you need to be reminded that He is your strength. And listen, if you're here watching this today and you know what, you feel for whatever reason just spiritually lost and confused in your life, you need to know that, listen, Jesus Christ is your Savior. And He not only wants to forgive you, but He wants to come and take up residence in your heart. And He wants to to be a friend to you. Listen, he wants to bring new hope and new life and new meaning and new purpose in every area of your life. So you need to be reminded with that truth that God is with you. But secondly, you need to be remind, reminded that God was with us. Let me repeat that God was with us. In other words, that's looking back. You know, what's interesting is there's a character in the Bible I'm sure we're all familiar with. His name is Joseph. And he's, he's not the Joseph that was the fiance to Mary, but this was the Joseph of the Old Testament where, you know, he was one of 12 children from Jacob. And he was the youngest and kind of the baby of the family. And he was, he was highly favored in the eyes of his father. He's kind of like the apple of his father's eye. And you remember the story, you know, Jacob gave Joseph this beautiful, colorful coat and it caused the other brothers to, you know, to grow jealous, and so they plotted and they schemed, and they took Joseph one day, and they kind of set him up, and they were going to kill him, but instead they threw him into a pit, and and then you know some traders came by, and his brothers ended up selling Joseph off to these Egyptian traders, and then you know later he became a slave, and then he became an assistant to a man by the name of Potiphar, who was the chief of the of the, of the captain's guard there, of the, of the Egyptian army. And he continued to gain more and more favor until one day Potiphar's wife falsely accused him of rape. And of course, when Potiphar learned this, he instantly threw him in jail. And even when he was in, in in this moment of feeling abandoned, feeling betrayed in his moment of aloneness and confusion and everything that he endured. In Genesis chapter 39, verse 21, it says, but the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. Listen, you just need to know that there, If there are situations and circumstances as it relates to your past, I'm here to tell you, I don't care how dark the past may have been. I don't care what kind of mistakes that you have made. You need to know that God was with you then. Listen, he was with you in the pit of despair. He was with you in the, in the difficult situations and circumstances that you had to endure in your life. There are, listen, there are things that have happened to you that shouldn't happen to any human being, but you are the victim of maybe abuse. You were the victim of the pain and hurt of rejection. Listen, you have been perhaps in situations and circumstances that have brought tremendous hurt and heartache to your life. But I'm here to tell you that even in the midst of that, even through the setbacks that you've endured in your life, God was with you. I'm telling you this, there have been situations since, man, there have been times in my life, and especially as I look back on my past. I can only say by the grace of God, through the faithfulness of God, the very fact that God was with me through those situations and circumstances, I'm often reminded because of God's grace, because of his provision, because of his protection, I'm often reminded with this truth. And that is this, listen, there are things that have happened in my past. You know what? As I look back on it, man, I can't help but say, Only God could have prevented that. Only God could have provided for that. Only God could have orchestrated those events. It's those but God moments that reminds us that God was with us. And I just wanna remind you in this Christmas that not only is God with you, but God was with you. God never wastes a hurt and he can turn your trials into a testimony. Hey, just like Joseph, hey, he can take your setbacks and he can turn them into a set up. Even in 2021, I believe something great can take place in your life and in your marriage and in your family. Why? Because God is with us and he was with us with us. And you need to be reminded with that truth. Because the third thing that I want to share with you, and that is this, that God will be with you. Aren't you grateful for that? That God was with us in the past. He's with us in the moment, right here, right now. Even as you're watching this, God is with you but He will be with you even in the uncertainty of 2021. Even with all the questions and all of the things that we cannot even see into, God will be with us. I love what Romans chapter 8 says verse 28 teaches us. And excuse me, Romans chapter eight, verse 35 and verse 38 and 39 teaches us, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? It doesn't mean he will no longer love us if we have trouble or calamity, or if we're persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened, even with death notice the response in verse 37 no paul said despite all these things overwhelming victory is ours through christ who loved us and i am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from god's love neither death nor life nor angels nor angels nor demons neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all of creation will ever be able to separate us from the love that God has revealed in us through his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Man, I don't know about you, but that in and of itself is the greatest Christmas gift that we could ever have. And that is the peace and the assurance of knowing that God is, is going to be with us even in the future even in the things that we cannot predict as the old saying goes and i don't want to be cheesy but let me just close it out by saying this we may not know what tomorrow holds but we know who holds tomorrow and listen god loves you he's got a plan and he's got a purpose for your life and he wants you this christmas he wants you to be reminded with the message of that song that you heard a few moments ago, O come, O come, Emmanuel. Why? Because God is with us. And he's not only with us, he was with us in the past. And he wants you to be re- reminded that God will be with you even in the future. You know, our, my, my father-in-law Dr. Rod Masteller, who has impacted my life in so many ways, you know, he's in heaven, he's with the Lord. You know, one of the great comforting truths that we have is that, you know, this one and only life that we have, this here and now, it's it's fleeting, it's passing. This is not our, this is not our home. But God has an eternal home, a place called heaven that Jesus is preparing for each of us. And I just want you to know that if you're unclear or uncertain about where you stand in your personal relationship with Jesus Christ, in other words, let me put it to you like this. If you died today in this moment, do you know for certain that you would go to heaven? Well, if that is an unanswered question, if you, in fact, if you don't even know how to answer that question, I wanna invite you on this Christmas, right where you are, just in the privacy of this moment, I wanna invite you just to bow your head and close your eyes. and I want you to join me in a word of prayer because today, listen, on this Christmas week or on you know whatever day you're watching this, if you're watching this right now, right here, I want you to know that you can have the peace and the assurance that you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And you can pray this prayer in your heart. You can say something like this. Just say, dear God, I confess to you that I am a sinner and I turn from my sin. And today, I believe in my heart that you died on a cross and you arose again. And by faith, I invite you into my life to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus. For saving my soul. I just want to say that if you prayed that prayer just then, and in your heart that prayer was sincere and you feel like it was the real deal, I want you to know that your name has just been written in heaven. I want you to know that you have an eternal home that awaits you. It's a place called heaven. And the Bible says that the angels in heaven are rejoicing because of the fact that you just prayed that prayer and invited Christ into your life this Christmas. And so I would be honored for you to do me a favor. In fact, can I invite you right where you are to do something very simple? Just take your smartphone, your cell phone, and just text if you want. I want you to text me. Just text the words, I decided on the number there on your screen. Or if you'd prefer, you can just click on the link that our service host is going to provide right there in the chat section that will take you right to a place that you can fill out the little form. And I want you to do me a big favor because we're going to give you a free download Because you prayed that prayer, we wanna give you a free booklet that I put together called Rethinking Life Every Day. And all you have to do is fill it out and submit that back to us and it will instantly come to you. And it will be a great tool and resource to help you. Begin your new spiritual journey, especially as you embark upon a new calendar year of 2021. And can I just say as you're as you're as you're texting that word I decided or or clicking on that link, maybe today as an individual or as a couple or even as a family on this Christmas, maybe this message that God is with us, needs to be a reminder to you, even if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, to once again, recommit your life and recommit your priorities to the priorities of God and begin to walk in his presence and practice his presence from this day moving forward, especially as we enter into 2021, because I'm praying that the best is still yet to come and I'm praying for God's favor To be upon you and upon your family, not just this Christmas season, but in the new calendar year. Well, I'm going to invite you at this time to prepare your hearts, because in just a moment, we're going to actually participate together with something that I think is going to bless your heart and serve as a visual reminder of what God has called us to be and what God has called us to do. in your life.